I am Tom, and we are playing Numenera tonight. The The campaign is homebrew, and so I'm sure none of this is going to be any kind of canon from the core book, but uh, we're going to have a good time with it, and we'll just go around the table and introduce uh, who you are, who your character is, and just a little bit about him. Hello, I am Andrew. I am robotic. Um... <clears throat> My character is Octavius Goya. Um, for the Newman era players out there, uh, Octavius Goya is a doomed nano who crafts illusions. I was one of the area's top nano entertainers, crafting illusions for money, but I fell on hard times. I'm in my mid-40s, divorced. I have a daughter, but I don't see her that much. My ex-wife's now dating a combat nano, and I'm more of an illusion entertainer. Uh, I'm always low on money and I needed to pay child support and all of that. So I'm trying to just look for jobs, you know, that I can, you know, pay the bills. And then maybe if it's a good adventure, maybe impress my daughter, show her how cool nanos are. Uh, you know, maybe went over the heart of my ex-wife. But, I mean, I'm doomed and life sucks and everything's going wrong. So it's probably not going to happen. I'm probably just going to die instead. I am wearing a powder blue bathrobe. And some powder blue chamois cloth pants, which are super absorbent. The powder blue bathrobe, I don't put my arms through the sleeves. I wear it like a cloak. I have a very, uh, just a piece of junk as a medallion that holds the bathrobe up like for my cloak. So um, you're dressed like a crazy old man. Basically, yes. Okay. Um, I have on my, on my hip a ornate ceremonial dagger with some jewels, but I never take it out of its sheath. It's, mm. it's only for show. I'm Joey. My character is Pyle Grimm. His friends call him Zippo. Well, if he had friends, they'd call him that. It's just a name he likes he saw in an artifact. I am an inquisitive jack who rides the lightning. Uh, although I try and gather all the knowledge I can, I just find like sometimes I hit a brick wall and I, I'm just not as smart as some of those nano people are. And so I just can't get to that level. Sometimes it just makes me hate them. But I'm going to outdo all of them. I will show this world. I'm uh, medium height, mid-twenties, pretty good shape. I have on pretty tight-fitting leather, jet black, uh, with yellow-painted uh, electric bolts in certain places. Thighs. Strategically placed areas. I, uh, I have a dagger at my side, a crossbow slung over my back. Uh, along with a pack and a small little bag of power cells at my hip. I have uh, starting to get long, scraggly, greasy hair, uh, a beak nose, and the remnants of a goatee. Hi. I'm Orvis Centrum. I'm a charming jack who murders. Although, I don't publicly admit that. Uh... I know Octavius pretty well. I, I only recently met Pyle, but, you know, I, I enjoy a good party. I enjoy talking people up, getting to know everyone, trying to become part of something better than the low life. And that's about it, you know. You'll find out much more about me as I'm faced with challenges. I'm a good-looking man, but more good-looking how a woman would be good-looking. I have a Cindy Crawford little mole on the side of my cheek. Um, I'm fairly slender. I have long, lustrous hair. 
And I have a Varid at my hip, which is like a short sword, basically, but it's two-pronged, and it's pretty much only for show. I would never, I would never, ever stab somebody with it. It's a grotesque weapon. But it's pretty much to scare away the riffraff. And I have pretty nice clothes, the best I can find, and I'm hoping that'll help me blend in with the upper class. And your real name is? It's, oh, it's, well, uh, is your name Paul? Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, as a person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name is Paul. Oh, hello there. We open on the three of you walking towards a town named Kefford at dusk. And you're on the road about a hundred yards away from the town walls. And from behind you, you hear, Ahoy, traveler! Hi! What are you doing on the road here at night? Hi! He's behind us. Yeah, so when you turn around for uh, to um, find out where the voice comes from, you see um, an, an oldish man, you know, 50s or so, wearing a cloak, and his traveling companion is about an eight-foot-long carp uh, who is, seems to be swimming through the air beside him. Hello there! How are you doing this evening? Oh, I am very fantastic. Just traveling and traveling and traveling. Where are you going? Well, right here to Kefford. Uh, I hear they may have a couple jobs for me, and I, you know, just kind of looking around, looking around for some work and seeing what I can see of the world. What do you know of Kefford? Well, um, it's a lumber town. It's really kind of a shithole, to be honest with you. But, you know, good hardworking people trying to make a living. And uh, they're situated right by the Westwood, kind of make the, the best use of the materials that they have at hand. What do you guys think? I, I'm very distrustful of this guy. I, I just don't, I don't trust anyone. I want to give this guy an ocular pat down and see if I can't uh, see any weapons he might have he can rob us. Okay. You see that he's holding a staff that uh, has a couple little intricacies to it. Um, nothing really major. He doesn't look terribly dangerous. He's giving you a decent smile. His large carp friend says, Bloop. Perhaps if I might inquire from you, good sir, what is it that is your occupation? Oh, well, I'm a traveler. That is what I do. Hmm. I go from town to town trying to make a living, and I just happen to come here on Kefford and see you on the road. And your floating uh, friend here? Oh, you mean Burham. Yes, Burham, introduce yourself. Bloop. Ah, my friend Burham here, he's been with me for many years. Uh, he's more of like a companion. What happens in our home is really just left to us. Sure, yeah, your sexy home. Well, I'm heading to the, I'm heading to the town. Are you going to come too? Yeah, that's what I meant. Let's, let's, let's walk and talk. I'm going to give Orvis a look of, is this going to happen again? What? Both of you, you're always so distrustful. You, I know for certain. You, I don't know too well, but I saw you looking that man up and down. Kyle, if you will, please, would you hang back for a moment? I have matters of dire importance to discuss with you. Why can't he be here? Just go on your way with this traveler. Let Let the intelligent ones have a discussion while you do your thing with the new guy. Well, all right, sir. Please, let us continue. And so why don't uh, you do headphones? Okay. So they can discuss. You guys are just going to mug me? Hold on. It's starting. It's going to be deliverance right off the bat. (laughs) 
I was gonna be of mice and men right away. Just, just look at the river. <laughs> Good. Tell me, Pyle, do you think this man is going to be murdered by our friend again? Just like he does with every traveler that we come across, saying, No, I didn't kill him. He fell on this dagger that I was holding in my hand to show him how shiny it was. You know, you mentioned things like that, and I thought it was just stressful before. But that guy Orvis, you say he's your friend, but do you really trust him? Well, I'd say we're more acquaintances than friends. I mean, he's helped me out of a sticky situation. I've helped him out of cleaning rooms and all of the hubbub that goes on when he's in his moods. Well, if you think he's going to benefit us, if he can get us some money or some women or anything like that, I'm willing to stick around and see how this goes. But uh, what, 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 what did you say when you said he was going to, someone's going to fall on a dagger again? Do accidents seem to just happen around this Orvis guy? Haven't you been noticing why the last time we met a traveler, he said, Oh, hey, let me go over here and I'll show you this secret path and it'll lead you to the, you know, a very nice shortcut. And then what happened the next day? We found him dead on the ground. Orvis is all, Oh, how did this happen? Oh, that's right, he tripped and fell. Oh, and I had put my blade laid up into the ground and I put some rocks on it because I wanted to see... How the sun would reflect on it. Clearly, you know, the man is a murderer. I'm starting to put put two and two together. Kevin, I didn't see it before. I just, I always live by a philosophy of shit happens. And I just thought that's what happened. Yes, well, shit does happen. I mean, just look at my life. Already on bad times? Is that why you're out here? Are you looking for some fame and fortune? Have I not told you about the nano who stole my wife? <sighs> no, but I'm thinking I don't want to hear this story. Very well, it's very boring and droll. You wouldn't care about it anyways. Let's just go. If you have a story that'll make me money, then tell it. No, nothing oh, that I do okay. makes money anymore. Huh. Well, I think I think I can make you some money. Or I at least can use you to make me some money. Well. So, let's stick together. Let's find your buddy and hope he hasn't already killed that guy. Because uh, I think we might be able to use that guy for uh, some financial gain. Fair enough. Let us move. Let's get back. Do you need us to headphones off? Actually, yes, please. You guys headphones. Well, sir, where have you guys been? What, how, what brings you to Kefford? Oh, you know, we've been here and there. Ah, just trying to find work when we can. Our friend back there, he's recently gotten a divorce. You know, he's... Mm, those are trouble. Yeah, I've, I've, I've known that guy forever, basically. He's been a really good friend to me. Um, Pyle, that other one, I don't know him very well, but he seems to be an okay guy. He's a little... Oh, so you're the divorced man. You're, you're like, you're like Burnham and I. What's that? Uh, I wasn't divorced. I've never been married. You, you and your divorced friend, you're, you're like Burnham and I. You travel around. Oh, you yes, know, I forgot. You yeah. together. Yes. In the we... safety of your own home, occasionally. Um, Yeah. You do things. Well, glad to meet a, glad to meet a fellow traveler. Um, if you'll excuse me uh, for for just a moment here, and what you'll find is that Nivro, the man that you've been talking to, he takes a knife out of his coat pocket and he just slits his throat right in front of you. Falls over dead. Burham begins to swim away. Headphones. 
Pile and Octavius, you come back mm-hmm. to um, Orvis and uh, the Traveler, and you notice that the Traveler has his throat cut on the ground. <laughs> he has his throat cut, he's just laying on the ground, and his friend Burm the Carp is just kind of floating away like nothing happened. I'm just, I'm struck dumb. I'm just kind of looking and then looking at his body and then looking up at them. What did I tell you? Uh, All of us, what have you done? Uh, I didn't do this, guys. Come on. The, you, guy, the guy took, look at the, the hand. The knife is in his hand. He's, I was talking to him. He asked me if we had sex. I said yes because I thought maybe he'd give us money. And then he picked up the knife out of his cloak and then he slashed his own throat. Clearly, clearly he was suicidal. Clearly. I mean, fuck it. And Did you already fish? take the money off What of kind of a crumb bum do you take me for? I will not listen to this tripe. Hey, I am a master at my trade. I am I, a master at my illusions! I don't kill random travelers walking through the ground. I only kill the best. That guy... Why, why did that guy have anything to do with me? Why would I kill a random person for no reason? This wouldn't help me. He did have a floating cop next to him. I don't care. Maybe hey, wait, where did, how far is that fish? I think we can sell that thing. Go get the fish. Let's, let's search let's him. Let's it. So I want to go tr- try and tra- rope the fish. Burham has... He began traveling a little bit ago before you guys came up, and he's almost at the wood line. Um, you're going to need to run pretty fast to catch up to him. He's about 200 feet away. In order to get to him before he escapes into the woods, uh, you'll definitely need to chase him. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to stay here and search the body because I cannot run. I'm old. My knees hurt. My back hurts. I'm chasing after the fish. Okay. I you don't... guys can go chase the fish. I will, I will go look at this body that I'm you not going to chase kill. the fish. Okay. Listen here. We've obviously been ensnared somehow. This is a weird thing to happen. This is something that... You know, people of power do to people with less power. Suddenly, there's a dead body. We're standing next to it. This guy's family gets a truckload of money. You're telling me that those in power commit suicide in front of those without power? This guy doesn't have power, but somebody with power is perhaps... Hey, you guys, it's it's moot. He's dead. It doesn't matter who Go he hit this fish. You can take a speed test to try to chase after him. 20. Oh, my God. You, ca- you catch up to the fish so quickly that he is surprised by you being next to him. All oh my god, look at him go. <laughs> That's amazing. I must say, this man is very fast. He does not no, look at with his really thin thighs. No, I, I'm glad we picked him up that last time. So because you have surprised Burham in this way, the next task that you take will be minus two difficulty steps. So easier for you by two levels. What would you like to do? I am going to try and shock it with the touch. Three points of damage, and I need one intelligence. Okay, so oh, yeah. your intelligence pool, intellect pool, will be reduced by one. <laughs> Runs up behind the car. <laughs> shock! Shocker! All right, you shock him. Very easily, because, I mean, he's mostly water, right? This is good for you. Mm -hmm. He successfully takes three points of damage. Do you think, perhaps, that he needs any sort of assistance from us? Just just keep searching the body. Oh, fine. Search the body. I'll go help with the flying fish. It is now, however, Burm's turn to attack you, and what he's going to do is try to bitch-slap you with his fins. Burm, 
lays into your face so hard that your face is now ridged. It has grooves in it, as though it were a Ruffles chip. Let me see if I can do a sound effect. Saves me work in post. <laughs> <laughs> so now we will um, use this time to go back to Octavius and Orvis. I'm, I guess I'm just going to say, just search the body and I'm going to book it towards the flying fish. I, I will start searching this fresh corpse that may or may not have been... Destroyed! <laughs> I'm just going to keep running. Very well. So Octavius, you find two shins... And a cipher. Uh, this large device is a water breather that allows an air breather to extract oxygen from water for eight hours so that they can breathe underwater. It looks ridiculous and way too large to use. <laughs> it's a cod piece. So um, you can decide what to do with that, keep it, switch it out with your ciphers, or, you know, uh, risk, the, risk the danger. I'm just going to leave it on the ground, mm-hmm. and when they get back, I'll tell them about it if they want it. And you are going after to chase him? Yes. As I start running, I'm going to use my cell-disrupting ray emitter. <sighs> it looks like this. Um, From the so I guess I'll just put my hand to my head, Cyclops style, blast it, and then tear the thing off and start running. Cool. Sounds good. A new mask for Dark Man. <laughs> I should have thought of that. A raised weapon, and here I am getting slapped in the goddamn face. You know what? Fuck this damn fish. I pull out my dagger. I'm going to gut you, you son of a bitch. Dagger, don't fail me now. And he is just limping as, a, as well as a floating fish can limp. Cause sort of floating up and down a little bit. And uh, he's really not going anywhere. He's trying to turn tail and run just a little bit, but... I mean, he's so slow going. He's just kind of... You've routed him, essentially. Yeah. You're far away still, Octavius. Is there anything else around this body? Well, you see his staff, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks very strange to you. It has a few of those appurtenances on it. I would like to try to identify the staff. All right. Uh, you do successfully identify it. And the staff is linked with the mechanism that allows Burham to float and breathe out in the air. I will press both switches off. So while you guys uh, have just hit him, while you poked him with your dagger, and he begins limping away, uh, all of a sudden you hear... And he falls to the ground and starts flapping like a real fish. Like a, like a, any sort of fish that you see out of water, only since he weighs about 3,000 pounds, uh-huh. he's, knock, he's knocking over trees. Yeah. As a GM intrusion, Burham's flopping is really getting out of hand, and his entirely too large for his own body tail begins to flop a little bit too close to Orvis. Uh-oh. You need to make a speed defense... Okay. I in will, order to dodge it. I will use a level of effort. And unfortunately, Burham's incredibly large tail just flounces upon you ah. and knocks you over. Mm-hmm. Um, and you begin weeping uncontrollably. <laughs> Every character you, you have cries. Did you, <laughs> didn't you see it slap me? This thing is a fucking brute. 
You need luck like I've got. Don't look at me, pile. Fish. Pile. Don't. Just. God damn, finished it off, pile. It has actually chosen now, while still on top of you, to die. Pile. Pile. There's no way I'm lifting this fish off of you, man. I'm, I'm sorry. This thing is huge. Just cut the fish apart, pile. It's too big. It's too big. You know. <laughs> pile. I, I don't know what to do, man. I, I don't know what to do. I'm I, slipping into my southern accent because. <laughs> I'm so pile. Pile. Give me all your money. Maybe I go hire some people to help us. Maybe I could give you my money pile if I wasn't under a fish. God damn it. Well, I don't know what to do then. Let me go get Octavius. Maybe he can help. Maybe he's got some sort of ability to lift this fucking thing. So I head back to 200 feet back to Octavius. Do I see that the fish is crushed? Yes. Yo, man, your friend is gonna die. This fish, it's like, it's troubling him like, I imagine your ex-wife. It's as fat as your ex-wife, and it is crushing your friend. You should use all that hatred you have towards her and go destroy that fish and save your friend. Well, first of all, I don't think you should talk about Linda that way. She's a very skeletal being. However, I might have something that may do the trick. I'm going to flip the levitate-only button on this staff. Levitate! Awesome. See, I knew you'd know what to do. You've got that stick now. Let's see if it works. Uh, Burham begins rising up off of Orvis, ah. and he, in the, this dead, lifeless husk of a fucking carp, is floating in it, is floating in the air about four feet off the ground above Orvis. Very well, I have done your task. Now go help our compatriots. Perhaps bring us back that carp. It'll be worth quite a lot of money, I assume. I hope Perhaps so. we can trade it for a great amount of nano parts or some oddities. Well, you'll get your share, and I sure hope it has something. I don't want to have to run, have ran all the way down there just to get bitch slapped for nothing. Yes, I'm sure that exercise wouldn't help you get bigger thigh muscles or anything like that. Obsessed with his thighs. <laughs> I'm going to look around the fish and see if the old man is attached to any artifacts or uh, ciphers to it. No, he is not. Just the device that the staff controls to allow Burham to float and to effectively breathe in the air rather than the water. And as you are inspecting him, uh, he begins shriveling and getting smaller and smaller until he's only like a couple feet long and then begins actually blowing away in the slight breeze. See, maybe you should just waited it out and it was shriveled up and you wouldn't have died. You made me run all the way back to your friends while you were crying like a little bitch. Man, seriously, I don't know what I've gotten myself into with you two. You guys are always whining. So, I was under a fish pile. Well, hopefully this thing's got something on like a swim bladder. Oh, damn it, it's already flown away. The uh, shriveling and uh, desiccation of Burham poorly affected the artifact that allowed him to levitate and breathe. And a couple pieces broke apart, it fell to the ground, uh, but very slowly. Almost like it had a, an emergency mechanism to allow it to slowly move to the ground instead of fall. I want to do a. I'm going to do a Numenera check, and I'm trained in it. Okay. In Numenera. Twenty. I bought Joey some good dice. Tell you wow. That. You're welcome, right. Joey. It got me bitch slapped. 
<laughs> so not only do you, are you able to harvest some pieces of it to, to be able to find some usable part of it, but you also are able to identify it as you do so. And this particular cipher that you've uh, harvested, kind of cobbled together, uh, from the broken artifact will slow your descent. Any fall of 30 feet or less, uh, you will only suffer half damage. Um, could I leave it on the ground for Crybaby to pick up? You did everything. I <laughs> shot that thing. It also bitch slapped you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Orvis uh, is actually the... Uh, Next time, you can fight the fish damage. by yourself. <laughs> yes, it's true. I wish I was there so I could tell you this. I just shut its oxygen off. <laughs> I know, I, I rash decision, I jumped, <laughs> ran after it. So it is beginning to get dark, and you know that with these smaller towns, they kind of, they begin to, you know, close the gates at night for safety, and... Let's run. Has the, have the gates started to close yet? You see some commotion at the, at the gate, you know, one of the doors is closed now, you see, you see a guard with a torch out there, kind of giving the last look around, and the final door closes while you're about 50 feet away. Can I, I got this. wait, who are you going to give that extra XP to? Oh, I don't yes, know. That's right. Maybe the guy that wasn't calling me a bitch. <laughs> or the guy who killed that fish, thank you. Um, <clears throat> hey, that fish was pretty much dead. Well, I made sure of it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you see kind of the first watch sort of come up onto the um, under the palisade there, and I mean, there, it's it's just a it's just a wood wall all the way around, but they'll have stations on right. top for lookouts. I don't worry, I have this. Are you sure you got this? Honey? As Master Illusionaire Octavius Goya, I command you open. Go suck a cipher and shut the fuck up. Well, I do. Quite rude. Right now, we need to go find some hiding before someone finds he, that body. He doesn't know anything. I wish um, somebody would pay attention to my doing. Who's there? What business do you have? Uh, we are just common explorers. We seek shelter for the nights. We cause no trouble. Uh, we even slayed a huge fish that was destroying the forest. Oh, no. What, Burham? You slayed Burham? I would like to... Has to erase memory on this gentleman. Why would you say that? Why would you admit that we just murder people? <laughs> Didn't you hear? I can't be a nano because I'm not that smart. It's a nine. You successfully erase his memory. So it's five minutes? Yeah. Sir, you closed the gates five minutes early. Please, we're headed back from fishing. Cannot you see where the sun is setting? The gates should still be open, sir. Oh, gosh. Well, all right. I, mm, I mean, who are you guys? I can't just go letting anyone in. I am Octavius Goya, Master Illusionaire! I'm sorry. He's he's my dad's friend. He's a little wacky in the head. So what, like you play tricks for kids at parties? Yeah. Yes, I will do that. Do you have kids? I need the money. I hate my children. Oh, I can scare them can also scary scare them. illusions. Oh. All right, come on in. Your, your friend says he works children's parties. He's not like one of those people that touches little kids, is he? I don't know. Last time I said something like that, somebody slipped their throat. I'm not. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's not the same thing. I, let's keep going. <laughs> so you walk through the gates, and um, again, the, the streets are primarily mud. Um, you see a brawl beginning to break out on your right, um, outside of what looks to be, um, a church. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, you begin walking down the street, surveying your uh, surroundings. It's a fairly small town, only like maybe four or five square acres. Uh, you can see to the other side of it. You can see the other gate on the other side, mm. butting up against the Westwood, the trees there in the background. Everything is made of wood, aside from a half-stone, half-wood kind of a mansion uh, towards your left as you come in. I call it a mansion. It's more like a regular-sized home that you've seen in your travels. But here, it, there's not a thatched roof. Um, it's the most ornate building. It is the most ornate building, well, comparatively. That's, that's obviously where we should right. stay for the night. Yeah. Well, it seems the hustle and bustle of these hillbillies has started for the evening. Let us get out of the streets before we get into any more trouble. Pile. That place looks expensive. Are you sure you guys want to shell out all that money? We don't even know. If you guys live like. Let's just. We don't even know if it's a hotel. It could be the Mez Mansion. That's true. Do you know any uh, illusion tricks? Can you? I know all of the illusion tricks, pile. I'm gonna just stride up to the door of the stone half wood building and knock and give it a good rapping. A butler comes up to the door. Opens it very slowly and with the poutiest of faces says, Yes. Hello, sir. We are but um, noble travelers. And he shuts the door in your face. Oh. I'm going to give it a Because I trust that guy even less than the last one who killed himself with that fucking fish. Well, you sure watched this one. He didn't didn't kill himself with the fish. (laughs) No. He killed killed himself with a knife. Misplaced modifier. (laughs) I'm going to knock on the door again. Okay, see if you can't erase his memory so he doesn't know it's us again. Yeah, We're going to just I'll keep Open the door, this. erase his memory. Probability says one of these times he's going to say yes. This time, I'm going to put my foot in the doorway. The door opens very slowly again. I begin to erase his memory. <laughs> you successfully erase the last five minutes of his memory. See, I'm the goddamn best. As the butler opens the door, he begins pissing his pants. Because Mm. five minutes ago, he was in the restroom. (laughs) I say, good sir, it seems that you have been soiling your pants. And he is terribly confused because Mm. he does not have any idea why he's at the front door. My word, did you leave the home again, sir? You know that you're supposed to be there for your own safety. You're always forgetting things. I... I have been in the service of her governess ship for years. Again Again with this, sir, you are 85 years old. You belong in this home. You keep coming to this mansion, pretending you're the butler, when you are definitely not the butler! I am most certainly the butler, sir. Well, what is that? I'm going to gesture to his pants. My incontinence has nothing to do with my position in this home. A butler surely does not have bladder issues, do they? I don't need any more of this discussion. Good evening, sir. And he closes the door again. We're going to erase his memory again. Let's go. I'm going to rap on the door again. He opens the door slowly. I begin to erase his memory. (laughs) Nine. You do successfully (laughs) And as he opens the door, he pulls his hand out of his ass because he, five minutes ago, he was finishing up using the restroom and he was wiping. 
Thank you. We'll escort ourselves to her governorship, if you don't mind. While while he's looking at his, what I imagine is maybe feces-covered hand, my flex skill for this day is sneaking, so I'm going to try and sneak past him. Oh my god. Fuck, this is not gonna go well. I'm about to fuck us again, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to wipe his memory again. <laughs> For the benefit of the listener, a pile has just rolled a one. So, as you begin walking past the butler, you run ass first into a very, very expensive vase. Probably the only one in the entire city. It falls down breaks with the loudest noise ever and 14 guards come in from the side from all of the side doors and they ask you what in the hell you're doing whoopsie wasn't me wasn't me wasn't me guys we have brought this spy to the lady governor you can wait until daytime hours tomorrow (laughs) to address the governess they level their spears at you and begin advancing to push you out the door we'll bring him back tomorrow (laughs) Very well. Until tomorrow. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I tried. I it's really tried. That voluptuous ass of yours. <laughs> Every time. So as you walk around the, the town, um, you notice that there are no inns. No one ever comes here unless they are visiting someone that they know. Oh. So, I suppose I'll just be sleeping on the street again. It's like Las Cruces. <laughs> Sorry, Las Cruces. <laughs> the Gapricans. Uh, as you are, you know, kind of walking and surveying a little bit, you notice that those same people that were brawling outside of that church now, they are still brawling, still wrestling now, but they are slowly floating up into the air, acted upon by nothing physical that you can see, they just begin rising and wrestling. They notice that they are rising and become very freaked out, try to paw at the building to stop themselves from continuing up. Then, in a snap, they shoot up into the sky and you no longer see them. Perhaps it would be best if we leave this ridiculous town. Well, we should definitely not stand there. Well, absolutely. I don't care what it takes. We're not walking where they were. You don't know. They could have been transported to a world full of boobies. You, sir, are a buffoon. Yeah. People from a church do not go to worlds of boobies. You don't know that. Why would you pray every week if the reward at the end wasn't a world full of boobies? That's why I don't pray. Because it's bunk, you buffoon. Uh, Don't take away my world full of boobies. And as you're arguing... The church that was right next to these guys that flew up into the air is suddenly crushed down into the earth upon itself by, again, no visually discernible item or force or anything like that, just literally pancaked. And the small amount of people that were in it, uh, their limbs are now sort of hanging out the side of it, and you see rivulets of blood beginning to come from outside. Okay, so we are leaving this town, yes. Get the hell out of here. They're not going to let us out. I hope it's easier to get out than it was to get in. We will have no issues getting out of this town. 
Look at it, it's all wood. We just start a fire if need be. It's what I was thinking, exactly. Let's start a fire on one end of the town and get out on the other side. Very well, let's no, do this. you don't do that. You have to figure out which way the wind's blowing. You start when the, you start a fire at the opposite end, and you start a fire in the middle, and so then you can eventually walk into the ashes, so you don't get burned. Very well, do what you need to do, Mister Fire. I don't wait, care. Wait, Octavius, are we really like this? Guy We're not starting the fire. We're not setting the town on fire. We're leaving. Let's go. I don't care how we leave. We're leaving right now. All right, just okay, let's, let's get out of here. That's fine. Back out into the just, forest with the fucking fish wait, that crushes people. Guys, this is an opportunity, too. Go on. Should we kick in at least one door? Come on, there's a problem here. Obviously, these people can't solve it themselves. We could solve it. Yes, but I'm very tired. Let us solve it in the morning. Let's, uh... The city has been here for years, at least. Uh, has it? I don't... I've never been here before. Maybe it's been here for five minutes. How new? You have a general idea of the area that you're in, and having lived here for at least a short time, familiar enough to know that Kefford has been there since before you were traveling around. Okay. I'm so it's been here a little while. I'm trained in geography. I'm going to see if there's any other towns nearby that we can get to. Um, you recall your cartography days under the master cartographer Flippy McShitbottom, and <laughs> God, his parents are so mean. Scotland. He 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 <laughs> really don't mean the same thing anymore. Probably see yeah, see Flippy. He really like made his fortune. He was a uh, it was a very it was it was definitely a rags to riches kind of a story. His mm-hmm. family literally shoveled shit. But since he traveled around doing that, he began keeping track of where he was going. And, you know, he, he developed his own, his own skill set and became somewhat moderately famous. Sure. So, uh, unfortunately, from your apprenticeship days, you recall that Kefford is fairly isolated. Lots of people don't like going near the Westwood. Uh, they think it's haunted. They don't really like the area. It's kind of why Kefford is such a shithole. Well... Before we go anywhere, let's just figure out why that guy killed himself in front of me. Which he did do. Yeah. I, I didn't do it. Oh, I believe you so much that he killed himself. Fine, whatever. I'm tired. I want to rest. Can we rest out in the woods and figure this out when I'm the sun's I'm not resting out? in those woods. I hate the woods. Well, you're a bunch of babies. I'm going to rest in the woods. Oh, I'm the baby. I was you thinking want- of Orvis. Yeah, that, that the woods did not seem good. Oh, there was a floating fish and it died. Whatever. People are killing themselves out there. That's the, the People are organs. dying in buildings in here. I'd rather take my chances out in the woods. I don't like screaming robots. I don't like screaming floating babies with lasers for eyes. I don't like those things. You find those in the woods. Let's just find a place to sleep here. Let's. We can. We can exchange. Your heated discussion has brought the or has has gained the attention of someone from inside their home. Some lights flip on, the front door opens. Oh, you guys are what's making all that noise. Oh, oh, uh, do do you have any place to stay? No, I'm sorry. We're travelers. We're lost. We well, just saw some guys die. We're really freaked out, man. I'm so sorry. I understand. You. You're you're were they were they crushed? They were crushed, sir. They were crushed. Yeah. What? What? What can okay, you tell well, us about that? Is this happening? Come on before? in. Come on in. My home is my home is is synth reinforced, and you know we've a lot of us has taken have taken 
a lot of precautions over the last couple months since the, all the troubles began. So just just come in here. We don't have an inn, I know, but you know we, we like to we like to take care of people who come through. That's so so just nice. Come of on you. in. Yeah. I'm very well. I will join. I'll, as I walk in, I'll, I'll give him a shin. And be like, I, this isn't a lot, but we're really meager right now. You Very know. kind of you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Do you know anything about that guy with the big fish that was walking around? I got... really don't know who you're talking about. What about Burham the fish? You don't know? Burham the fish. There was... You know what? I was drinking with a guard a while back, and he mentioned the weirdest thing. I just thought he was... You know, I just thought he had... Had a little bit too much of Calaval's cough syrup, and uh, mm, where's that? Was well, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Uh, Calaval is a is a, a local god. Mm. So, uh, but but you know, you guys are you guys are kind of new to the area. I understand. I'm not offended or anything. Um, I won't stone you like half of the population here. Oh, I once had spoken with this guard, and he mentioned. I mean, he mentioned a, a large. A large? Was it? Wait, was it a fish? Oh, who knows what these stories say? We saw a guy. True, 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 yeah. true. Oh, he was. I'm sure. I'm sure he was just drinking too much. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, we really appreciate you helping us so much. Well, you know, I like to make sure everybody's uh, everybody stays safe around here. Um, as the uh, the local medic, that's kind of my job. Oh. Um, uh, you know, like I say, I've, I've really gone to a lot of effort to in, try to ensure the structural integrity of this place as sort of a safe house. And, yeah. and you notice as he's talking that you kind of hear a couple of moans from upstairs. Um, what kind of moans? Moans like uh, of people who are sick and in pain. Mm. And, um, and so, yeah. so um, You got some moaning going on up there, huh? Yes, this is a very moan-tastic part of town. <laughs> the moan-tastic next to the monastic, huh? <laughs> That's not going to work on me. Oh, come on. I can't. Oh, this, it's I, a joke. I it's not an illusion. I can't do it anymore. So, do you have a bed that I could rest my head and get away from this Can nuisance? I just, I'll just lay on the floor. Yes, yes, no. We we have room. I, I like to keep a couple spare beds for for any travelers coming through. You may stay here and rest from the evening. I will uh, make you an infusion of some of the local plants, and uh, it will help you uh, recover well and have a good evening. You know, I know I say this all the time, but I don't trust that fucker downstairs. Or, the, the I, I don't trust that guy. I don't, I don't trust that guy. Those moans seem suspicious to me. You know what? You you want to get to the bottom of that whole people getting crushed? I have a a, a cipher that can I think will be able to help us and answer that question. What's going on, man? We can yeah, when we talk to the see governess, something what's coming yeah. at us. When we talk to the governess about this, we'll have the answer. Yes, that's good. We'll either mm. be the heroes or we'll not get the fuck out of here. I finally see your worth. Very well. Pyle's a good guy. I mean, come on. He he was Yes, he, he snared a giant fish that disappeared. He killed that fish. You oh yes. He killed that fish. Yeah. Keep believing that. So you are able to sit down and concentrate in a way to tap into the data sphere that is ever present everywhere in the world. Uh save for a couple of locations. 
that may be um, guarded against access to the data sphere for security reasons and things like that. Everybody growing up in the Ninth Age is aware of the data sphere. They're not entirely sure how it works. If they've used Numenera that, ha that can access it, you know, that everyone's pretty aware that it exists. You ask the question to the data sphere, and, and it begins, in front of you appears a holographic image of what you can uh, understand is almost a map. And you begin to see the, the wall around the city, certain buildings pop up, certain buildings go away suddenly. Then underneath, it's a 3D hologram, then underneath is the um, image of a sphere that begins glowing brightly in this hologram, uh, and then everything shuts off. So I saw this too? Yes, everyone can see it. It, is, it, it, it happened in front. So everyone. clearly there's a Numenera underneath causing this chaos. Well, um, I, I'm going to have to leave this to the expert. You know anything about this sphere? Well, it's clearly an Earth, micro-Earth underneath our own Earth. And as we all know, Earth has its own forms of gravity that pulls things down. This micro-Earth is pulling other gravities down from our own Earth. Or pushing them up, too. Gravityception, if you will. This guy sounds like he's making it up. Do you trust you him? You sound this? like you're making it up. But, okay. it, you know what? It doesn't matter. There's a sphere. Let's go to sleep. What is Earth but not a sphere? I can't, I can't leave a question. Uh, you guys can go to sleep. I'm going to be up all night trying to figure this out. I have to know. I'm going to bed. I don't care. I'm going to make a... I'm training Numenera. I'm going to do a check to see if I can't uh, figure anything else about the sphere. Um, you do not glean any additional information from your memory of the holographic image. I'm going to go to sleep too. Nice. And then tomorrow I will rap upon the governess's door again. Pal, you asleep? Yeah. Resting for the night? Okay, great. You are woken uh, relatively early in the morning by the uh, man that you met last night. Um, it, is, it is his home. And he kind of gently sort of shakes you awake. Uh, you are in the same beds that you were in last night, so, you know, this is a good thing. Yeah, we're not on the ceiling. <laughs> right? And the, uh, the herbal sort of infusion that he left you uh, is still just sitting on the tables. You begin to smell a little bit that they still have uh, a little bit of potency to kind of help you wake up. And so the medic says, I hope you slept well. Uh, by the way, my name is Flavio. And um, if you need anything while you're here in town, please let me know. I feel a little guilty because I'm kind of the reason that you guys are stuck here now. What's um, the, come, what do you mean stuck? What's the matter, Flavio? What's going on? Well... We've had a lot of sickness here in town because of all of these anomalies. It's been very difficult for people who have been here in town, and lots of people have left. Our food sources are dwindling because merchants don't really want to come through here. And so we're forced to eat the lax and the small and other small animals from down in the sewer and so we've had some sickness from that and try as we might we've not really been able to stop it so the governess at my suggestion has quarantined the city until further notice until these things can be taken care of uh, this i'm so sorry about your problem Flavio, but i have to piss so bad 
Where is the bathroom? Um, there's a street right outside this window. Okay, okay, fine. I'll just go outside. Right after I pass him, the other two, I pull, or watch me, and I pull out my dagger, and I point at the dagger, and then point at his back, and go... What, who is his? Think? The, the uh, Flavio, Flavio. Okay, the medic. I don't okay. Flavio. No, Flavio! It's not your fault. We're gonna be okay. We're gonna fix everything. You're very excited in the morning time. I like you. I'm an early riser as well. Early bird gets the worm. That old ancient saying still hold true today. Yeah, only our worms are like 18 feet long and they eat you. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't work very well anymore, that, but does that, it, Orvis? That bird gets those. Maybe a terror bird. I mean, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Ah, anyway, beside the point. The bird leans. I thought I heard you when you were arguing outside my door speak about wanting to see the governess today? Yeah, we would love to talk to her about the problems. I can arrange a meeting with you guys, particularly if, you've, if you're deciding to be so helpful. Well, you know, we like compensation as well because our uh, services are very particular. Because, hmm. you know, it doesn't say too much. It doesn't say too little. It just says we do very specific things that require talent. That's, okay. what, we, that's what we do. Talent. Talented men, all right. Well, um... For example, Flavio, what color shoes is Flavio wearing? Flavio is wearing red shoes. For example, Flavio, where you thought you had red shoes, behold! And I will change his shoes to the color blue. Whoa! I really fucking hate the color blue. Well, what color do you like, Flavio? Red. Behold! They are now red. Thanks for not breaking my things. You're quite welcome. Excuse him, he's old and confused. No, no, no. I am only 43. It is not old in these times. No, 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 no. I am only 43? It's, it's I a little... like 60 years old. It's early. <sighs> I am. I'm very particular about my shoes. It was just... It was, it was a little frustrating for me in the morning. I go to great lengths to take care of my shoes. And yes, yes. Today was red shoe day. That's all fine. I was just showing you that we have particular sets of skills. You know, my father was a very hardworking man. And when people didn't appreciate what he did, he would get very upset. He wouldn't hit anybody. He wouldn't do anything like that. But he wanted people to appreciate his work. I can tell you're a man that needs that appreciation. I'm sure the people in this medic's office that you have probably don't appreciate you as much as they should. But we appreciate you. You let us into your house. Thank you. you. you That does mean a lot to me. We, we're going to do everything we can for this town. We've got it under control, right, guys? Oh, right, mister? Where's the guy peeing? He's not back yet. Doesn't matter. Let's go. Let's yes. get him. As, as a token of my humility for changing your shoes, I shall clean this room for you free of charge. Clean! And I will clean a small area. <laughs> Very in line with your talent, sir. <laughs> um... I also have psychedelic esoteries, so while I'm cleaning, it will play a nice fanfare as everything begins to clean. And I will walk out of the room, and as it's doing that, I will put on my powder blue bathrobe, dust off my blue chamois pants, and walk out the door. Very well. Thank you so much for your help. 
Where is that? Where's your friend? Where is the friend who? You, oh, there he is. Okay. You want to go piss outside? We'll oh just no, I, I see him. I see him. So, hmm. all right, I will send a glimmer to the governess. Um, why don't you go ahead and head over there, and uh, they will be awaiting you. Okay, let's go see the governess. We've got, we've got an invitation. We're lucky. We have it. Yes, lucky. Because I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, no, he's lucky too. He's probably more lucky than me. Probably has a wife. Doesn't have to pay child support. Lose his best love to a combat nano. Never sees his goddamn daughter. Yes, he's probably just fine. Let's go. Man, if if that was my friend, I'd probably cry as much as you too. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You arrive at the door of the mansion. They are waiting for you now. So the, they spot you walking up. The door slowly opens. The butler says, you. I'm going to pat him on the back as I walk in. I'm glad I see you've gotten everything under control. The medication is working. Yes. Let's go. What is your name? My name is Flute. Flute. Thank you for being such a good steward for the governess. Indeed. Your flute. What a coincidence! I have one of those, and I pull out my uh, oddity uh, and pretend like I am blowing into it, and push little buttons and play a little song to try and charm the butler. Delightful, I'm sure. <laughs> the governess will see you in the parlor. Do you really think this governess is going to help us? I mean, if this town is desperate as it is, no, as we think we're here to help the governess. Yes, but we are stuck in this town, and if it's as desperate as I think these people are, they wouldn't think twice about sacrificing us hey, to help themselves. But if we clear up this mess, the gates will open again. People will go streaming out with the tale of us. The next town, the town after that, slowly the ears fill with the heroism we have accomplished and the amazing might we have displayed. Just imagine it, the next town we go to, they'll be throwing daisies in our path as we walk through the city gates. Man, you should build yourself up so much to be let down. Uh, no way, I didn't get to the ripe old age of 26 by trusting people and thinking that they were going to help me. Well, I'm 24, and I'm not quite there where you are with the whole despondent thing. But, you know, two years can have a big impact. As a man who could be both of your fathers... I have to say that Pyle is correct. The world lets you down at every chance it can. I don't think we should trust these people. I think we should stab everyone we can, take everything we can carry, and get the hell out to the next town. Let's just keep your keep your weapon sheath. Let's talk to the woman and see what she has to say. You enter the parlor. Right next to you this entire time, hearing all of that conversation, was the butler. Oh, I didn't see you there. I will erase his memory. <laughs> He's I'm so dance. glad you're so good at that. Because if it was like a ten or above, we'd be so screwed in this game. I know. It's always been like nine, nine, eight, nine, seven. It's going to fuck up when we need it the most. <laughs> Just going to say. The butler. So the butler kind of blinks his eyes a little bit, sort of shakes his head. and Okay, okay, all right. This is, you know, he gets his wits about him. What are your names, sirs? I am Octavius Goya, Master Illusionaire. Yes, with less volume, sir. Octavius Goya, Master Illusionaire. Thank you, sir. I'm uh, Orvis Centrum. I'm Pyle, Explorer of the World, Finder of Things. Doesn't even have a last name. 
It's fine. Milady Governess Osnovio. These travelers wish to see you. You didn't even address us by our names. The uh, butler stares you down hey, with the most condescending look he can muster. Hey, Orvis, you're the one that's so keen on helping these people. Why don't you tell the governess what you want to do? Yeah. What color is the butler's clothing right now? Silver. I will change it to periwinkle. And as I have psychedelic esoteries that can add audio qualities, while it changes to periwinkle, it will sound like he has shit himself. Yes, well, very well, you're a horrible butler anyways. Be gone. The joke is on you, sir. This is my favorite color. Hmm. And the butler leaves. Madam Governess, we have come before... Which one of you broke my vase? Oh. Uh, that wasn't me. One, two, three, not it. It was... It, it was the butler. That scoundrel! Ask you... He is fired! When he opened the door, he had pissed himself. As you can clearly hear as he was leaving, he also shot himself. I think he needs medication. You should send him over to that medic guy. He was really nice. Mm, I will consider it. Now, why did you want to see me? I'm very busy. Oh, uh... Well, here to solve all your problems, governess. I don't have problems. What about... My time is perfect. The, the people that fly into the sky and the, uh... They wanted to leave. What about the quarantine? Go on. Well, we can we can take care of it for you. That's what we're here for. I'm tired of eating black eggs. Yeah. I want real food again. Did you say black eggs? Black or... eggs. Oh. She said lack eggs. I thought she said black eggs. It's your eggs. hearing again. I could change the color if she wanted. Well, you know, our services don't come cheap. We can definitely help you with your egg problem. Yes, yes, I've got a store of artifacts. Are you travelers? That's all you want. Well, we just want to get to the next town to help them, too. We're, we're traveling. You're leaving me already? Well, once after the problems are solved, madam. Hey, lady, what's up with this yellow sphere? I'm just going to level with you. Sphere? I don't know anything about a sphere. How do we get into the catacombs? There's a big sphere. Why are they so filthy? Because there's a sphere. I mean, people break their nails going down in the Why? How do we get underground? I like a man that gets to the point. That's what I do. <laughs> what does she look like? <laughs> don't even care. Yet. <laughs> the governess is an extremely shrill, haggard old woman. Okay. That's, mm. I can work with it. Pardon me, governess. I know what you're going to say next. You're tired of this. You're tired of that. I get it. I'm tired, too. That's why I decided to become a man of action. Ooh. Well... If you are so hell-bent on getting down into the sewers, my man here, Mr. Kragervog, he will escort you down there. He will show you. And from behind a pillar walks out a rather aged old man. Bald! Um, balding. Um, and he just kind of looks at you and you hear, mm. I stride up to him and I put out my hand. Then he shakes your hand, doesn't say anything, just kind of, he kind of looks around a little bit, you know, doesn't, doesn't really make eye contact with you, uh, but he does shake your hand. Well, Volg, I'm sure you're very adept at what you do. Mm -hmm. Us three will go take care of the sphere underground, which is causing, causing the gravitational pulls and pushes. Mm, well, I don't know about all that, but, you know, I, I reckon that's what the governor wants. Yeah, your gates will be open soon. 
Why do you stride everywhere? Because it's helpful. It makes me feel good. Just imagine like Tony Little on the gazelle. Okay. Just striding I, everywhere. Okay, uh, would you like to go with him and just follow him there? Are there yeah, any other questions nice. you'd like to yes. ask? Yeah. Governess, has anybody else gone into the uh, catacombs before? Are they catacombs or are they dungeons? No, no, I mean we have to we have to find something to do with all of our waste and, and trash. Fortunately, we're nearby the ocean, so, you know, we just kind of throw the shit in there. Governess, do you have a map of the catacombs? I'd really hate to get lost down there. No, we don't keep those sorts of things. <laughs> paper, right? <laughs> You're a clever one. You said paper. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there sulking, or standing there sulking. You leave the governess's palace, if you can call it that, and as you walk out... The sun has had a little bit of a time to sort of bake the city, you know, mm. to, to, to kind of get the day rolling. And you are assailed by a cloud of feces smell. Yeah. Mm. And you really, you know, you didn't quite notice it last night because the sun had gone down. Everything kind of cooled down. You yeah. know, But yeah, once the ground starts baking a little bit and really evaporating all that just muck and mire in the dirt there, yeah. as you squish through it, it's you're you almost begin choking. Almost. Oh my god! They need a system here. For I this. will wrap my bathrobe around my face, much like a vampire in his cloak. Onward! And, and as you begin, you guys, this woman would better. This governess would better have some good artifacts for this. Horrible you love adventure artifacts. You're and on your way to the entrance to the sewers, you walk by what you remember is the medic's location, and right across the street is an empty stage that you didn't notice last night, just because you know a big open area, it's no big yeah. deal. You just kind of thought it was. And we part were of arguing the, the whole. Time. Uh, yeah, you know, so you didn't really, you didn't really kind of notice it. So. Um, but there is a stage over there, and a couple people are milling around in front of it. Nothing seems planned so far. However, people just kind of, it's the middle of town. You know, it's the beginning of the morning. People are getting out of their out of their homes to go around and try to sell their wares. And just kind of what little people are left, take care of their daily lives. And about 20 or 30 people are in front of the stage just conversing and seeing how the day is going to go. In this area, do I know... What would be the most exotic, most flavorful meat around? But also doesn't appear that much. You are aware of your travels that there are select few people in this area that like to eat Zydrake. Zydrake? Zydrake. I'm going to use some hedge magic, change the color of some feces on the street, and the auditory psychedelic hallucination will be, Zydrake, get your Zydrake here! As we continue on. Someone pokes her head up. Did you say Zydrick? In this part of town? Someone said Zydrick. I'm sure I heard it. It sounded like it was over there. I don't care about it. We're going to the catacombs. Yeah, you don't care about it, do you? No. You don't care at all. I don't care about it, Orvis. Let's go to the catacombs. It's like you saw an anthill on the side of the road. And you just walked by because you didn't care. Yes. It's like, oh, this garotwa is in my hands and the body's on the ground. Oh, he just fell into this. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it the same kind of thing? Yes, let's go to the catacombs. Anyways, I heard the meat was over there. Whatever, let's go. And you, be, you continue on to the sewers, 
and as you're rounding a corner around the last sort of row of buildings, you begin hearing a vomiting noise behind you. I'll turn around and see what it is. There's just some random guy on the street who's vomiting. His hands are covered in shit. Well, good day to you, sir. Keep going. And he vomits in your direction. Yes, perhaps the medic uh, will help you out with that. <laughs> that was an amazing trick. I think you just became my favorite nano. Trick? It is no mere trick. It is an illusion, dear pile. Illusions. That's one I'm definitely going to have to try and learn. <laughs> if you could even. So, Krager brings you to the uh, entranceway to the sewers. Oh, yeah, that guy. And he kind of nods his head and, and just kind of says, mm. And uh, he he goes first, though. He just kind of is, is indicating this is where we're going. And then he goes first uh, down these steps. All right. Craig, what was okay. your uh, occupation as a young man? Mm, well, I reckon I didn't have much. Just kind of kind of living in laser sewer or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, yes, laser surgeon something. That's no, what I heard. Lives in the sewer. He was in the sewer. I heard laser surgeon. Craig, well, my father also worked in the sewers. Mm, he was a man. hard-working man. Mm. Not in this town, of course. Mm, yeah, I reckon I'd have known him. Yeah, you would have. Everybody knew him? Yes. Oh, he was this grandiose sewer man? You just don't understand the plight of the working man. I clearly do not. No, I'm sorry your illusions didn't work out like you thought they'd pan out in your wife. Nothing you. works out in my goddamn life, Orvis! And as you are arguing, um, he takes you... Uh, down uh, through the sewers, and once you once you are down the steps in the lower levels, and you know that you're very well in the sewers now, um, you see a uh, you walk in, and in front of you is a long hallway, and the floor is uh, sort of has a concavity to it, so that uh, things can drain, you know, very well, and you smell refuse everywhere. There's no there's no taking shallow breaths. You pass a rather ornate door on your left as Cragger continues sort of leading you forward, takes a right into a room where there's a cot and a small lamp. He kind of turns to you and, and he says, Before we got to start out, you, you want some firefly gators? Yes. Heck yeah. I could definitely use some breakfast. I, I, reckon, I reckon those gators are they're kind of my favorite. I'm turning to Orvis. Gators. You see what I said about hillbillies in this town? No, thank you, but these two will have your fried alligators. Mm, mm. He doesn't know what you're saying. His ears. Oh, whatever you are offering them. No, thank you, but they will have it. They love it. it. Yes, Mm. they will take it. You're not doomed. It's your choices. This man's offering us something. And you're saying no. Say yes for once. My stomach is full at the moment, sir. If I have any more, I will regurgitate everything I've already imbibed. And so as you're, you're eating these, these fire-fried gators, as it were, Krager brings you outside, outside of the room again, and he, he shows you how the sewers travel just really in one direction. There's not a lot there. And they, they exit out into what you see as the large body of water that Kefford is next to. 
in Oregon, um, and sewers just kind of go this way. You can go look at the water if you want. Yes, very well. Let Cracker. us go look at this water. Cracker, how much, how far into the sewers have you gone? Do you explore them a lot? I reckon this is the sewer. Well, I know, but how far have you gone in? Have you, have you seen anything weird in there? You see, this is the sewer. So, I mean, I've, I've been... This is the whole sewer. I've been, you know, 20 feet. Is this is this anywhere near I where the map shows? So, Cragger, he, he walks the 20 feet to the water's edge, and then he walks back to you. And he said, I've, I've done that about 100 times. <sighs> is this Damn, anywhere near where the sphere is that we saw in the mystic vision? I reckon I ain't seen no mystic vision. Have they eaten their firefried gators? Yes, yeah, yes. all done it. I'm going to erase Joey's memory. That's and three. you need to roll a dice one as well. 20. Shit. <laughs> I was going to try and keep getting you to eat until you got sick. <laughs> Not only does Joey see you concentrating with your fingers on your temple, but he understands what you are trying to do. <laughs> I sure hope you're trying to beam in how you did that shit trick, because if you're trying to erase my memory, I'm really pissed Octavius, off. Octavius, come on! Well, I would never erase your memory. Don't worry about it. It was just, I was having an episode of migraine, if you will. These sewers do not do well for my sinuses. Just remember, I was going to stab that guy in that building for no reason. People constantly commit suicide around him. I don't think you want to be making enemies. Can I search around for any secret passages or sure. any sort of thing that is unusual? What you notice is that ornate door that you passed when going to Cragger's room. Um, it looks like it's seen a little bit of wear. Mm. Like it's been used, you know, in the past like few months. But uh, other than that, there is literally nothing in the sewers except for a direct hallway out to the water's edge. I look around and I'm looking for any books on the history of the town or anything like that that he might have uh, that might be used to me. Uh, you read a couple titles in Cragger's room and they are all romance novels. All pornography. Hmm. I'm going to go up to the ornate door. I will study it. And I'll sh- scratch my head and like, one of you smart guys come here. What is this? Is this just a normal door? I will, I'll walk up to it and uh, see if I can identify it as anything Numenera based. You successfully identify it as an entranceway, generally used in a couple other ruins that you've uh, encountered in your past. And not only that, but it also has a similar opening mechanism, that of uh, rotation, sort of a gear in the middle that is able to be turned. I'm going to turn a small gear inside. I've seen doors like these before in my adventures. It will take but a moment. I command you open! It's a two. Nothing moves. I'm just going to go walk through the door. I'm going to just try to... You're just going to turn the gear and open it? I'm just going to try to turn the gear and open it. You hear lots of clanking noises, and uh, the doors themselves, instead of being... Uh, instead of having an ornate pattern on them, they just flatten. The They shimmer, and now they are incredibly smooth. They split in the middle where the gear was, and open up. Hi, everyone. 
Tom here. Thanks for listening to the first episode of our Numenera series. As always, leaving us a review in iTunes gives us the weirdest boner. And we really appreciate you taking advantage of any chance that you get to leave us one. Wait, reviews or boners? Why is it? My illusions don't work on you. Why won't my puns work? No, <laughs> my character hates puns. They, they are they are linguistic illusions. Yeah. <laughs> my my, it's char- an illusion. my character is so unbelievably tired of your puns that you could just not deal with. I'm them. a dad. God damn it! I make puns. I know. I'm not a dad. Okay. <laughs>